Welcome to the Wicked Podcast. This uh, this is gonna be a special episode. It's a tribute to Kobe, Kobe Bryant. We'll get more into it. Um, I go by Castro. And I go by Brumby. Today, we have a special guest to join us on this special episode. We got Strong. Strong is like a brother to me, just like Brumby. <laughs> what up? What up? Uh, so basically, this is, if you listen to uh, other five episodes, if you haven't, go listen to them. This is not going to be structured the same way. Basically, we're just going to talk <coughs> about Kobe, show our respects to him and everybody else that unfortunately lost their lives in the, the, the crash. So <coughs> we're just going to talk about some favorite moments that we've seen him in sports. We've all basically grew up with him, you know? <laughs> Throughout our years and watch them. So <clears throat> basically, Brumby, what was what was what from you can remember some of your favorite moments about Kobe? Ah, uh, I think I definitely would say in the Olympics, watching him and Bron like kind of orchestrate everything and being the leaders of that team, watching them win the gold medal was a dope moment for me. And um. Uh, I'll even say, like, to see just the, just the, one of the things I respect the most about Kobe that a lot of people probably really don't talk about is when, when after the whole split up with Shaq, people kind of wrote Kobe off. You know what I mean? Like, people kind of didn't see him winning again. And, like, he they really deconstructed the like, they, like, they destroyed the Lakers roster, rebuilt it up try, just to, you know, try to get back to that winning ways. And he did. He won two back-to-back. I got mad respect. He, those are still like the two moments for me watching him win again, and also watching him going over and down uh, with Brian and Melo in uh, two thousand eight. Yeah, it was a big moment there. I would say too, like around that time when they had to rebuild the Lakers team, I was talking mad shit about that team. I was flaming that. And I had no right to because the Knicks were trash too. So, but oh, I was. <laughs> Let's just not talk about the Knicks. Let's leave the Knicks <laughs> out of it. You know, and in your own, leave like, the Knicks episode. out of it. But you know, yeah. but like this is what I'm saying is that like, <clears throat> as far as me, like Kobe wasn't one of my favorite players growing up, but I respected I respected his game, you know, and what he was able to bring to the Lakers and to the Lakers organization. And the impact that he had in LA and all that, like like you said, not to not to bring the Knicks the Knicks up, but like one of my favorite memories at the time was him beating the shit out of the Knicks and dropping sixty one on them Man. in the Garden. <clears throat> so it's like Going back and forth with Spike. Yeah, that's, but that's that's what I wanted because at that time, like I said, they were trash and they really needed a good ass whooping. And you know, and Kobe was there to facilitate that. So that's how you know you're. Hold on, that's how you know you're a true fan. You heard what he just said? Yeah. That's how you know you're a true fan. You want your team to take a loss that bad yeah. just to like try to wake them up. That's a real fan. Listen, I've been through that with the Giants, man. I know exactly. Man, what you're well, I don't about. even want to talk to the brother. <laughs> hey, when, hey. when the when the Eagles when the Eagles got Chip Kelly, oh man, I just don't want us to get blown out every game. He got rid of everybody. Everybody, huh? oh, he messed that up. That's that uh, one of my favorite NFL teams, man. Mike, uh, not even talking about that though. Yeah, not even. Yeah, but but yeah, no, that's but that's the same thing though. 
Because they're like, sometimes you just got to sit there and you know, you turn on the game, your team on, and you're like, yeah, I hope y'all get your ass beat. Don't worry. Keep talking shit. Get your ass beat. Man, man, but sometimes it happened and, you know, Kobe was there for me to facilitate that in 2009 against that horrible team called the Knicks. Um, not much has changed in 11 years, but whatever, whatever. We're just, we're just going to move past it. So um, one of the reasons why I brought Strong on to here because Kobe is actually his favorite player. Um, so I wanted Strong to kind of just go over how Kobe became your favorite player because there's a bunch of players in the NBA, or you know. Oh yeah. So like. So yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go as far as even saying he's my favorite athlete of all time. Um, you know, when I was in New York, I was a little kid. I used to watch sports from time to time. They didn't really have like someone I followed like that until. You know, I saw Kobe, and that was the transition period between me moving down here to Florida. Um, you know, that's the same season. Lakers, I believe, won their first. I believe they they won their first of the um, three three peat. Anyway, I, I just remember seeing Kobe and just, you know, obviously the athleticism of the game was incredible to me. I remember um, there's one play he was up against the Spurs. He made a layup in between three people. That that was crazy to me as a kid, seeing that. But over time, um, just as I watched Kobe more and more. It became more about the athleticism. It, it, you know, I started watching how he actually prepared the game, how he broke down the game, his attention to detail. Um, he's Kobe's just a curious athlete. Like he's always looking to get better. He, I don't know. He sit there, study video. You'll hear from his teammates. You'll hear from his coaches. Just the intensity, like. The preparation Kobe does to try to get in the heads of his opponents and I don't know just how he goes about it is just completely relentless like that's what I loved about Kobe and also um when I started you know at, again growing up I could I he kind of started taking the villain role like people he had a lot of yeah. haters yeah yeah and definitely people had a lot of haters right. a lot of people, people started yeah, to write him off Exactly. Exactly. He had a lot of haters. And the fact that, you know, when Shaq left, people were writing him off, but he came back one, two on his own. I mean, he had he had some great teams surrounding surrounding him, some great players. He had Gusal, um, Artest helped out. But but for him to be able to, you know, lead that team and go back to back, that was incredible to me. And just the incredible scoring season. Um, I think there was one season where Steve Nash actually got the MVP for that, but Kobe completely yeah. deserved it. Yeah. Uh, the same season, of course, he had the 81 points. Um, I think there is a point in time where he had four, four 50 point games back to back to back to back. That was one of my favorite Kobe moments of all time. Just that stretch where he had 50 points for four games. That that's incredible to me. Of course, the 63 points in um, three quarters. I think it was. Now he decided to sit out the fourth quarter, and he told his coaches he'll get another chance to do it. And two weeks later, of course, he plays the eighty-one point game, and it's insane to me. It's the preparation, curiosity, the detail, the detail he paid attention to. That that's what made him my favorite athlete of all times. I don't know, it's it's yeah, when he, I came home, he, he played. 
Yeah, <coughs> he was a, he he really thought of it as more of a science and art than just a game. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. <coughs> and man, that, I remember I, I came home. My mom, she like looked at me. She's like, "Yeah, Kobe, Kobe got in an accident." I got I got kind of numb. From time to time, I still look at the headlines and I still get numb. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't even feel real, bro. Like, I was at I was at, and I just find myself still saying like it doesn't even feel real. Like literally, like, y'all. Kobe, I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, oh, that's some fake bullshit again. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I go it's, and I go on ESPN, and it's like the first thing you saw on ESPN. I'm like, oh, this is real. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's like it's like. When guys like Muhammad Ali pass, God rest Muhammad Ali. It's like those guys they've lived a long life. You know, he's probably seventies, eighties. You know what I'm saying? This is like, but Kobe was, Kobe was just playing like a few years ago though. Yeah. Like this is a this is a figure that we we know. Like you said, we grew up with Kobe. Like you know, me coming up, yeah, I'm a I'm a LeBron fan, but the biggest figure until LeBron kind of got to his his groove was Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like people will still want to see Kobe and LeBron in the finals. Kobe was the man. Yeah. That's why I said it just, it's, I think that's why it hit everybody so hard. It's like this is a, a legend that that was in our generation that we saw growing up, kind of really raised our like. Yeah, I saw, our I saw somebody somebody wrote on Instagram. And they were like, they were like, I, I just lost my Michael Jordan. Exactly. Basically, because uh, in a sense, you know. We saw Jordan play, but we were young, and in reality, all we saw was Wizard Jordan, you know? So, Kobe was that to us. And exactly. Like, me being born in, I was born in 1993. So, me coming up, I didn't really see Jordan's championship run. I didn't see none of the, the early Jordans. I saw, like, for real, for real, like, 2000 on up. I saw Kobe and Shaq dominating, and I'm, I'm seeing them. So Bron got in the league, and then I'm watching Bron and Kobe. So I never really saw Michael Jordan. So to me, the best per- before before I could say LeBron was the best player of all time. If you would ask me, I would say Kobe Bryant, best player of all time. Yeah, and then, then, then I, I don't I think anybody in our age bracket group would sit there and argue with you about that. Really, right? Like if you if, if anybody ever wanted to find the perfect person. Kobe Bryant. I think it's two words. One word is something Strong said. He's just relentless. Like he has a, a mindset. Like I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. It's like I'm just gonna beat on you until you just you give up. I'm just better than you. I'm just better than you. I'm just better than you. And his and I think other word I think to describe Kobe perfectly is focus. He's laser focused bro, at yep. all times. Like Matt Barnes said something real good on on, on all the smoke. Shout out to all the. He said something real. He said Kobe's the type of person he'll go out there, he'll kill you, he'll get 40, 50 points and won't say nothing to you because he's so locked into the game. He doesn't even think the trash talk. He's just gonna cook you and then let it be like what it is. Like I like, bro. Man. You guys ever see that clip of uh, Kobe sitting on the sideline next to uh, was it Chris Rock? Yeah, and Chris Rock trying to talk Chris to Rock him. Just sitting there joking, like just going off, and it, the camera pans to Kobe, and he's just. Not even paying attention. That man is just laser focused, like in the zone. That's 
That to me is nothing. Chris Rock saying he thinking about how to win this game. Exactly. I mean, and really, that's the competitive mindset that every athlete should have. And I I know, I know, strong. Me and you have talked in a lot in the past that there's a lot of superstars in the NBA now that are lacking that. Like, but if they get that, they can propel themselves to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I think I think Westbrook is actually kind of a good example of that. Like, he is crazy athletic. He's very relentless, but he sometimes he lacks that focus, like that laser sharp focus. I don't know. I think Westbrook's issue is that he wants to be a, he wants to do everything, at certain points in the game. And in a sense, I, in a sense, I'll, it's not always there. Because there's sometimes he'd be chucking, and you're like, all right, Westbrook, well, that's about two, two or three. You, you could stop now. He, I don't know, like, because Kobe had that sometimes, too, where he, I mean, he he, he, had, he had a green light, though. Like, yeah, I think we could all agree yeah, on that. Kobe yeah. always had a green light. But the, the thing that, the difference between Kobe and Westbrook is Kobe was, it's like a, he's almost like a silent assassin, like a, like a smooth, silent assassin. Westbrook's just like aggressive, 100 percent of the time. Kobe was, I don't know. He was just focused, sharp, like that silent assassin. I don't know if you guys know what I mean by that. Oh yeah, that makes but, sense. I just think Westbrook plays with this ginormous chip on his shoulder. He yeah. Westbrook Westbrook plays basketball like people don't respect him. I used to, I, you know, it's so crazy. When I I went, I went to school with a guy, me and him played on the same team. He kind of reminds me of Russell Westbrook. Like he's one of those guys felt like like people don't like him, people don't respect him, people don't think he's good. So when he's on the court, he's 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 super into it. He's one of them guys, and he's sporadic, you know, turning the ball over just like Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, like like look at perfect example last year with Dame Lillard. It was really getting to him because he was he already got this chip on his shoulder, and then Dame is crushing him out there. And it's, it was making him so crazy. He's he committed crazy fouls. He got to the point where he's he 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 so he lost focus of the game. He too busy talking trash to Dame. Dame is dribbling him to the three point line, pulling up. He, Russell ain't even got his hands up. That's why they switched him off of uh, Dame at the end of the game. But again, no um, no disrespect to Rusberg. I think the word I was looking for is controlled. Like Kobe was yeah, just was way cool. more yeah. controlled. He had yeah. a controlled aggression. Like controlled Yeah, controlled aggression. Westbrook's kind of out of control. Yeah. But I mean there are I mean there's there's a bunch of up and coming athletes now or up and coming basketball players that that has that <laughs> Mamba mentality. I think um Giannis Yeah is a good example of that. He's 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 still growing. He's gonna be a good. Trey is Trey. I think is yeah. Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young is amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. I think Devin Booker is a good. Devin Booker is a killer. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's a yes. killer out there. Yeah. He's a killer out there. <laughs> Dame Lillard's a killer out there too. Yeah. Dame is man. Dame is boy. So like, there's a. I mean, we... We Sorry, can, go ahead. We can sit here all day and name all these players that, you know, that have that Mamba, you know, mentality either showing or it's brewing, you know, within them. Or some players just 
really just need to go to a class one day and get, you know, absolutely and learn it. Um, but one of my one of my favorite things about Kobe too is that like how hard well it came off like hard and being an ass he was to his teammates, you know, with him practice. Because we always joke, you know, about that Iverson, all oh, practice. You really talking about practice, you know? But you can tell by the way the teams that he had, which personnel-wise, they were kind of in the lower tier, you know, yeah. in certain years. But they were they were performing very well when it came to the game. And I think was 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 he talking to the Sasha Bujic or Jeremy Lin uh, when he said that they they were super soft? They can't. They Armin can't. That's a different. Nah, that was Jeremy Lin and them. But I'm glad yeah. you brought up Sasha Vujicic. Like that's another thing about Kobe. Like he's, his like he's, he wants to win so bad. Like he, it starts at practice with him. I watched a clip. Like he bowed. He literally bowed Sasha Vujicic in the chest. But then he looks at the guy that's on the sideline, winks at him like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm in his head." He's trying to like. Get that up, like, bro. He's trying to have everybody on the same focus as him. He wants everybody to be out there on the same type of energy he's on. That's how he, that's how the mindset of Kobe. And, like, yeah, it came off crazy sometimes. He might have, you know, threw some guys under the bus and said some things, but I understood where it came from. You know, he's a winner, he's a he's a super competitor. Kobe's probably one of those guys if he, if you him, he might like, and, and like, let's say we're in a pickup game. He might not be on your team. He might sit out the next game just so he can try to get on the next team to beat you. That's how I feel Kobe is. Yeah. I mean, but that's some, – <clears throat> sometimes you have to do that in practice, you know. Even it, – it's not even like in a team-oriented thing. Like sometimes you just with your homies, you know, and y'all hooping. Sometimes you just got to be, you know, extra, you know, serious and aggressive. You know, to really put him in that lane, you know. Ooh, uh, I don't know if you guys saw. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel's show recently, but he was on there with them, and they showed him a clip. And I think it was Nick Young, Jeremy Lin, forgot who the other guy was, but they're all being interviewed. They're celebrating, and this was after a five-game losing streak. They finally won one, <laughs> and. Jimmy Kimmel looks at Kobe like after the clip, uh, after the show, I'm celebrating, and Kobe just stays silent. And you could tell Kobe was angry. Like Kobe was mad. That's that's the intensity that just makes him one of my favorite athletes, man. It's, he he's always looking to win. It, it, he's never satisfied. Like, he's always looking to get better. You just don't sit there and celebrate in front of his face, especially after you lost five games and know you won one. You want to celebrate. It just that, that that's why I love him, man. There was just different. I saw some, there was something on Instagram, I think it was. It was like a conversation on Twitter about from like Nick Young and Lou Williams, and they said that they said that they got blown out. Lou Williams said they got blown out in Portland, and Kobe took away all their all their Kobe sneakers and told <laughs> yeah. them they were soft. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm yeah. missing. I'm a miss Kobe, man. Kobe was crazy. Kobe was crazy, bro. Yeah, so <clears throat> basically, <clears throat> Kobe, you know, I, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, I know they do that whole stupid, oh, you got to vote, you know, vote and get all your, you know, votes and all that shit, you know? 
we shouldn't even have to vote on this one. Just do it. I think they said they were going to put him in. You know, I think they did in the summer. Yeah, I think he's. I think they 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 said they're going to put him in. Yeah, because let's not even sit there and waste the time. Yeah, like he's going to get in anyway. You might as well just go on there and put him in. Put it in, and put him in. I think they should create an award for him. You know. I I am perfectly fine with the idea of changing the logo to him. I don't have yeah, any I can, issues I can, with it. I can rock with that too. Yeah, I can rock with that. Cuz I could like you can think of like some iconic Kobe pictures and put it as a logo. <clears throat> because like Jerry West is the logo. You know, and I don't think he ever asked to be it. Oh, he know? I think Recently, he's been even asked, and he said that he didn't want to be the logo anymore. So, there there becomes a, a point in time where someone's impact is greater than the game, and I think when you once you get to that level of your impact is greater to the, than the game, that's when you warrant becoming the logo for the actual game. I agree. On your sign, he was the face of the NBA. Yeah, so Miles, you know, just do the logo as him doing his fade away, and that, and that's it. <clears throat> In re- reality, from a design expect perspective, it's not that hard. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it it's is. not that hard. People already did it on Instagram and and shit already. It's not that quick. Difficult. So, quick too. I saw somebody put a whole collage of them, different ones. And they had one that was purple and yellow. I said, "Oh, these people are the internet, bro. The internet is <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, but I did see. I think also uh, it'd be cool. I, I I forgot what year it was. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. But Lakers had the uh, the city, the city jerseys, and it was the um, was it the snakeskin, the black skin? Oh skin? yeah, those were yeah. Hard. I think they should bring that back as a permanent uniform. Yeah, those are some honor name, Mamba. That'd be pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, and then I think they they do need to retire both numbers across the league. Yeah, that I agree with as well. I see all the players changing their their numbers on their own. Yeah. You know? But I think if, like, a statement comes out or whatever it may be from the actual NBA that both the 8 and 24 are retired, you know, across the league and nobody can ever wear them again, that's what means a lot, you know. Respect to the players changing their jerseys on their own. Oh yeah, you much know? respect, much respect. Even though some of y'all are ending up some weird ass <coughs> numbers, and like it's it's weird. <laughs> um, basically, I saw that they were made the changes in the All Star game this year. To honor I heard Kessie. about it. What, what was the changes? I heard about it. it. They don't really make sense to me. It's like after three, or they add 24 points after three quarters, and that's the final score, I believe. Something along those lines, right? Yeah, it's something like that. Like the fourth quarter isn't timed. Oh. Yeah. So they're basically going to play a game for 24. And I, I like I guess I don't I don't know who the hell. Oh no, I, I think so. They play the first three quarters, and whatever, whatever the score is after the first three quarters, they add twenty four points. I believe that's what it is. 
It's weird. It's weird. I hope it's not like that because then that will that will mean like in the fourth quarter they're not going to play. They're just going to add them up. I would hope that they, if they were smart, that they would do it. Like so, like I don't know if that means that they're only playing three quarters. That's what I'm saying. That's that what was... I was confused about. I didn't I didn't understand that what they're going to do with the fourth. I don't know if that's something where. I don't know. It's going to be kind of like a pickup style thing in the fourth, or I'm not sure. If, I think if it's a pickup style game, it'll be hard. That'll be dumb. making the fourth quarter have a like. Or is it in the fourth quarters when they play the 24? I I don't know. I got to look at the rules. That's the I don't know. They didn't really do a good job in explaining what the hell they were. But I would like to see like a pickup style kind of thing though. Yeah, it would it would be cool. I like Brumby. I think said it in a couple episodes back that the NBA should add like a three on three style thing. Yeah, that'd be great. Because there's like I said, like I think we talked about like I said in the other episodes, but that it's. Too much chilling in the All Star game, you know. It's cool, you know. You see the highlights and all that stuff, but sometimes these you have these super teams, you know, in the All Star game. So you want to see some competitiveness at least. It's like play have the teams play for something too. Yeah, exactly. I really hate how the All Star games are. Like NFL and NBA. So I was watching, bro. I watched the highlight. I didn't even watched the Pro Bowl. I watched the highlight of the Pro Bowl. I watched the running back leak. I mean, get out the backfield, and the dude was like running behind, two hand touch. I said, bro, this is not football. No, they weren't. Ta- they weren't tackling in the Pro Bowl. They were just two hand touching and holding. That is terrible, bro. Sean Taylor is probably rolling over. <laughs> Sean Taylor is probably sick to his stomach thinking, looking at this this foot this league right here. I don't know, man. In the NBA, I don't know the dunk contest. Already seen nobody come up with a better dunk than the dunks we've already seen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I watch it because you know it's on, you know, and I don't right. want to like miss anything. But I'm not as excited as seeing it. The three-point competition is always interesting, though. Yeah. yeah. Watching the guy shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah. Always interesting. Speaking of the All-Star game, uh, and, you know, I know the NBA is going to continue to pay their respects to Kobe throughout that whole weekend, obviously. Um, the All-Star reserves got announced uh, today. Who's the who's the reserves? Let me let me get them real quick, cause I wanna wanna make sure I say them right, because I'm kind of frustrated <laughs> with them. So I just wanna make sure we do this right. <clears throat> On the East, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton. Oh, they don't put them in the same. Damn thing. Whatever. I'm just going to say all of them. Um, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, 
This is a bonus guy I never heard of. Uh, I don't agree with that. I'm a legend fan. Ben Simmons. I can't shoot a jumper. Jason Tatum. Westbrook. Logo Lillard. The Joker. Brandon Ingram. Okay. Rudy Gobert. Jimmy Butler. And Bam from Miami. Jimmy's not a star? No. Wow. That's interesting. That's a snub, too. Yeah, that yeah, alone is a snub. He's, he's got the heat on the whole new way. He's the heater playing right now. That's crazy. Yeah, like he's getting MVP talk how good the heat are. So, <clears throat> I think it's kind of ridiculous that Devin Booker and Beal aren't on this. All-star team. It just I just wanna know what's the criteria. What are we, what are what what's determining who's that's what I wanna know. I wanna know what determines this guy making the all star over this guy. Cause like I mean, yeah, the Suns aren't winning, but Devin Booker's out there, you know, he's putting on some pretty good performances. Like yeah, the the Wizards might not be good. Same time, you know, Bradley Bill when when it's time to show up, Bradley Bill shows up. Yeah, they just be losing. He he gets <laughs> his buckets. They when when they throw him the ball, he's not. So it's like, do we as far as the NBA All Star? Because every All Star, you know, thing is different. As far as NBA, are we looking at their team performance or their individual performance? Cause there are a lot of people on some trash ass teams. That's, I, Brandon Ingram, yeah, Brandon Ingram for one. Yeah, Pelicans yeah. are under five hundred. I think it should be about individual. Like this is an all star. Like when you think of like the reason why guys start here. So I'm gonna make like you know, I don't like like the fact like if the team is losing. Bro, all right, but all right, cool. But if he's out here averaging thirty six in a game, hey, look, he might have, he, he's got to be, he's got to be in the All Star game because he's out here killing. They're just losing. Because if you take away right. that thirty six, that's thirty six points per game. They not team not having one win. So I don't know. It's just annoying that like every, but like there's so many good players every year that. Every year we're going to have this conversation that people are going to get snubbed. Exactly. <clears throat> and I think that's probably the most annoying part. That I just I just looked up the Sabonis dude's stats. He's actually averaging a double 16 and 12. Eh. Eh. Yeah, I'm still the entertainment. I'm still on. I'm still on the fence about him too. Don't see him. Yeah, it's a bonus. I mean, Cal Lowry's averaging 19 points and seven assists. I know that's your boy. I know. I get it. He's your boy. He's your favorite player. I get it. Not my favorite. Never ever. Okay. But Fat Lowry. Yeah, fat. I mean, fat Larry straight man. Fat Larry can play. He's just a better version of Raymond Felton. 
Leave him alone. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> ooh, they really do kind of play the same way. <laughs> so, what they really kind of do. Like, I, I, don't I know. can really see that. You are funny, but you are so right. <laughs> so, like, I... We'll see. You know, it, it see what's going to be entertaining. The... All the rest of the All Star events still got to get figured out. The draft for the All Star game is February sixth. Um, team captains. Yeah, there's team captains LeBron and Giannis. Yeah, of course. Deserved, I think. They just picked the two best. They picked the two guys on the, the two best guys on the best teams in the league. All they do. It's just the vote getters. Yeah. Who's the top voted? Because we could, we weren't that far away from having Luca and Giannis as the captains. But I think as long as LeBron's in the league, he's gonna be a captain. Yeah. As long as Giannis stays on the other side, it's pretty much gonna be your captains for the next two to three years. I don't know. Nah, there's a guy over there on the coast that can. Uh... Play pretty well. He just hurt right now. Who? You know who that boy is from Brooklyn, number seven. Oh, Jesus, I forgot he was still a player. <laughs> oh, man, you funny. <laughs> <clears throat> man, Kevin Durant, boy, you ever hit it? I believe. <laughs> nah, I don't believe in him as long as he has that Brooklyn jersey on. Okay. Oh, man, that's serious. I just I don't want to focus on him at all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I want to make something. I should have said this in the beginning, but I want to make something clear. Uh, in the other five episodes that we had for the for the Wicked podcast, we had a sponsorship. You would hear Brumby go through his spiel at the beginning of every episode. Um. We are not going to add that for this episode. So basically, sure. me and Brumby aren't going to make anything from this episode. This whole episode is due it out of respect to Kobe Bryant and the other people on that died in the helicopter crash. So, like I said, I should have said it in the beginning, but there is no ads or anything that are going to be added to this episode. Um... <clears throat> this is a sort of different episode we went through everything from out of our favorite moments of Kobe whether it was him beating the hell out of the Knicks <laughs> or just his overall mindset going into the way he approached the game and everything <coughs> um, basically we're going to cut it a little short I just want to just go through and get everybody's final remarks. I'll go last. Um, Brumby, would you like to go? <clears throat> just your final remarks just for this for this episode, this tribute episode to Kobe um, and just everything going on. Um, I would probably say my, only, my biggest... My last, my final remark, my, one of my biggest regrets 
didn't appreciate the greatness of Carter Bryant. I crack. I used to crack all my jokes and stuff, and I always you know, call him a snitch on. But I don't know. I always, I'm sad to see him go, man. Because now it's like now that he's, I mean, you start to see all the highlights, start to remember all. The like he really was an amazing person. Just I hate to see it go down like that. Man. That he went down because it's just I don't even want to imagine that that moment <clears throat> having to tell my baby girl everything's gonna be alright. When... So I I hate it for him. I hate it for all the other the people that was on the plane. And the... I said that's all I said. You just love your loved ones, man. Love your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Facts. Facts. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Strong. What you got? I I agree 100. percent Um, sad to see a legend go that way. It wasn't supposed to happen like that, but um, I I am glad to see you know everybody kind of connected. All these stars coming on TV: Shaq, uh, T Mac, um, Kyrie. Everybody sharing Kobe memories. Um, and also again, also respect to all those family members uh, who died in the crash as well and. Love goes to them. Uh, Kobe, always be my favorite athlete of all time. Again, his curiosity to learn, um, his attention to detail, his preparation, of course, his talent. And most importantly, he was never afraid of the moment. Like, that's that's always going to, you know, it's going to live through me. It's going to live in me. And I'm going to try to apply that in not only sports, but all aspects of life. It's, I don't know, just the Mamba mentality. It's it's important to me. So I'm going to miss him, but it's still going to live on. Facts, facts. Um, my <clears throat> final remarks for <clears throat> for everything that happened. Um, <clears throat> I'm, Kobe may not have been my favorite player, you know, at the time. But I respected what he brought to the game. And his impact to outside the game, like I once once Kobe retired and everything, I really respected him so much more because I saw how he was outside of the game, how great of a person and everything that he was outside of the game, how great of a father that he was to his daughters. I. I hope that one day I am able to have kids, you know, and be able to teach them, you know, great life lessons and all that. What Kobe showed me was that how you can be one person on the court and a completely another person at home in a good way. And I think it's it's very important that we you always hear that thing of life is too short, you know, life can be over in an instant, anything can happen. Um, basically, what I'm saying is that life is too short to be holding on to any ill ill feelings you have towards somebody, any issues you got, whatever it may be. The people that you truly love and that you feel close to your heart, your family, your friends, whatever it may be, your animals, your pets, whatever, you know, 
hold them and tell them that you love them because at any point shit can be done and then you may have not have been able to say something that you should have said when you had the time exactly life is too short to sit here and regret something how you feel towards somebody because of a argument that you had about like two three years ago a month a week ago whatever it may be there's nine people that died in that helicopter crash and as so many those families now have to figure out how how they are a how are they going to pick themselves up and move forward and continue on with the legacy that they left behind so it's <clears throat> what I'm, I'm saying is like life is too short to be sitting there and be negative and be hating on anything that anybody's doing. Allow yourself to allow yourself to be yourself and accept people for who they are and worry about the good in life. Don't focus on the negativity. Um, like I said, this is. The Wicked Podcast is a tribute episode um, to Kobe Bryant and everybody else that lost their life within that horrible accident. Um, <clears throat> I want to thank Strong for coming on and doing this. Um, thank you. Me. Um, the natural. We'll, uh, Brumby and I will continue on with Next episode, a more regular, different topics and stuff next week. Um, and can I say one more thing before we end it? Can yeah, I say ahead. one more thing? Go ahead. Always remember the mama mentality isn't just bro. Kobe's mama mentality really stood for trying to win at all by any means. So I'm gonna let you finish, John. No, that that's fine. I mean, that's that's what <clears throat> that's what it means. It's to be able to focus on what you do no matter what it is. It doesn't have to be sports. Just focus on what you want to do in life and don't let anybody stop you from getting there. And I think that is one of the most important things. Before before I walk away, I'm going to end this with a Kobe quote. Um, and then I'm going to we're going to end this, this tribute episode. The most important thing is to try to inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Don't knock someone down. Let them do what they want to do. Inspire them and move on. We're all in each other's life for a reason. So let's just make it so that it's not a negative impact in any shape or form. Um, that's it. I go by Castro. No, I go by Brandy. <clears throat> Strong, thank you again. Um, Appreciate it, for real. Thank you, guys. That's it.